right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Business of Fitness podcast. I'm Jason Klepa, and today I'm uh, I'm rolling solo for the first time. So on social media, we put out this um, ad or put out this request for questions you guys had. And we got quite a few questions. But then over the weekend and, and last week, a couple emails came through, a couple thoughts came through. I listened to a podcast, kind of sparked some interest. And I wanted to share with you all a concept that I call positive self-talk. And I feel like this was a really good time for me to put it out, really good time for, for us to put it out, I should say. And I, I hope you guys enjoy. So today what I'd like to do is a 7 to 10 minute AMRAP alone on a philosophy of how I've embraced this idea of positive self-talk and how it's played a really, really large impact, not only in the sport of CrossFit, which it's it's done a lot for, but probably most importantly, it set us up for mine and Ashley's biggest challenge of our life. So here we go. We start in three, two, one, and let's go. So years ago, when I was first getting into CrossFit, you know, you'd be doing these crazy workouts. So my first workout that I ever did was Fram. And I actually had to scale it. So believe it or not, for a long time, I was doing traditional bodybuilding. I was in a football, got in a little bit of Muay Thai, a little bit of Jiu-Jitsu. And then a friend of mine, Austin Begeebing, introduced me to CrossFit. And my first work I did was frame. And I actually had to scale it back to jumping pull-ups. And um, I, I completed the thrusters as they were, but I did jumping pull-ups to finish it off. And I remember at that time, as I'm going through the workout, a couple things were going through my mind. But in particular was, man, you know, like my pull-ups are burning out. My legs are burning from the thrusters. Those are the original ideas that I remember from my first CrossFit experience, right? And as the time went on, speaking about the sport of CrossFit, I I recognized that a lot of success or failure for the top guys in the sport was really not necessarily a physical thing. It was more of a mental thing. I watched guys go into the gym and just crush it in their gym, crush it in the garage, but they'd get to the competition and they would get crushed. And I'd always wonder, man, I wonder what it is. I wonder what it is. So I went and found a sports psychologist and and he taught me a number of different things, but one thing in particular that I really, really enjoyed and I want to share with you today is this idea of positive self-talk. So a sports psychologist, a man's name is Adam Salcedo. He's in San Jose, California. And one of the, the key components that he taught me was this idea of coaching yourself through a workout as if you're coaching your client. And to think about it this way, when you're coaching your clients, when you're coaching anybody in anything, whether that be cooking or fitness, you always want to find positive ways to enforce different things. So let's just say, um, you know, they're in the middle of a running workout. They're in the middle of a squat workout. You wouldn't say things like, oh, your lungs are going to explode or, oh, your hamstrings are on fire. You would say things like, hey, midfoot strike, find your heels, keep your chest up. You would encourage them. You would coach them actively in a positive way. And so he started explaining this to me, and I started implementing it immediately. And it took about six months to really ingrain this philosophy. But what it was, was every time a negative thought came into my head, every time I said, oh, I'm tired, I'm this, I'm that, I immediately tried to convert it instantly into a positive one. So instead of saying, my legs hurt, I would say, hey, keep my chest tall, whatever it may be. And by reinforcing your movement in a positive pattern, it did wonders for me. I'll give you another example. So in 2013, one of the events, the Burden Run, 
And I remember going to the Burden Run and leading up to this, we had really prepared. I felt like I had the earned confidence to do really, really well. Uh, Garrett Fisher, myself, Neil Maddox, and uh, Chris Hinshaw spent a lot of time on the track together. We did all kinds of drills, all kinds of things. Um, he put us through some crazy stuff. I'll give you an example. Um, leading up into the CrossFit Games that year, we would meet on a regular basis at 5 a.m. at the beach, and we would jump in just in our compression shorts and go for a long, long swim. And Chris, being the, the little water ninja he is, he would just be cruising, and I'd be just kind of trunking along as best I could trying to keep up. But what, what, he, what it really taught us was I was trying to put ourselves in such uncomfortable positions that it made it so that when we got to the CrossFit Games, it wasn't as much of a shock. And through these uncomfortable positions, we tried to find a way to positively reinforce what we were doing. One morning when we were swimming, it was 5 a.m., and we were in Santa Cruz, California, and there's a lot of seaweed. So I'm swimming, I'm swimming, I'm swimming. These guys were kind of a little bit ahead of me, and I hit like a seaweed, like, island. <laughs> and I got tangled up in this stuff, so you can imagine. Oh, man, it was just, it was, it was kind of, kind of gross. And I just had to kind of take a deep breath, relax, kind of take this negative and convert it to a positive, right? Try and reinforce the fact that I don't think there's going to be seaweed at the CrossFit Games. And so I'm just putting myself in a better position by placing myself in these positions. And so I instantly had to take a negative and convert it to a positive. And those same things can be seen when I was on the track with Chris. We'd be running and I'd be breathing heavy. And he would always try and encourage me to find ways to take these negative thoughts and convert them into positive. Focus on your breathing, create a rhythm, focus on your running technique, find your you know, cadence and your paces you're trying to hit. But as soon as you start thinking about my hamstrings are burning or that person is so far ahead of me, it becomes very challenging. Leading up into the burner room, we spent a lot of time on the track and it prepared me for, for that event, which I ended up winning. Going out into it, I think it started off with a, a couple mile run or one mile run, whatever it may be. And I knew that I wanted to come in at the top of the pack. And we're in the middle of the run, and it was evident to me that I wasn't going to be at the top of the pack, but I'd be, you know, close to that. But I had to remind myself the event wasn't over. Stay positive, stay focused, get to the uh, pig. As soon as we get there, none of us had ever touched it before, and it was significantly heavier than I thought. And so as I run up to the pig, I'm trying to place my hands on it appropriately. It was super sharp edges at the time, so I'm glad I wore gloves. But we're going for our first rep. And I just remember looking at, to my right or my left, I think it was Garrett or Josh Bridges, it was somebody, and they were having a really tough time flipping over. I was like, oh boy, this is going to be a lot harder than I thought. So I picked it up. I, I recognized it was significantly heavier than I thought. And what instantly went through my mind was these ideas like, oh man, this is a long way to go, 100 meters flipping this thing. But I had to utilize the skills that I had developed over the last six months to a year to not even, without even realizing, without even thinking, I was able to convert that negativity into a positive thought, push through for the 100 yards, finished up with the log carry and the sled pull, ended up winning the event. But the point being with the burden in particular is that all the time we spent on the track, all the time we spent in the ocean getting comfortable with uncomfortable, it was just opportunities in a in a low-key setting, in a setting where the where the where the risk wasn't that high, a setting where the the um, there wasn't that much on the line to develop a set of skills so when is something is on the line, it matters. And now to kind of finish this up, I want to just share with you, it's not just in the sport of CrossFit, it's not just in business in particular where you can utilize positive self-talk if you're going through a challenging time in business, but it's also in real life and practical application of your family. My wife and I, 
and my daughter was diagnosed with leukemia in June, January of 2016. Obviously, it was a very challenging time. But about four to six months into her treatment plan was the biggest positive self-talk moment of my life. And I'm grateful forever for what CrossFit taught me, what this mental training taught me, and what all these opportunities in the garage, in the gym, allowed me to do. So when I finally got to this point where I truly needed it, I was able to break through. So Ashley and I are in the hospital with Ava, and she was doing okay. But then all of a sudden, she didn't look quite right. She was, her, her, her blood pressure was increasing and her heart rate was dropping and doctors were concerned. I remember going up to the doctor saying, hey, can you come in here and check her? And he just looks at me, he's like, hey, listen, if we don't get her um, blood pressure down or heart rate up in the next 60 seconds, I'm going to call in a rapid response team. And I need to forewarn you, it's going to be a lot of people and it's going to be very chaotic. Sure enough, 60 seconds goes by, boom. Rapid response team comes in. You got a guy in the corner wearing a red backpack just waiting. I don't even know what he was trying to do, and I hope I never wanted to know what he was there for. You know, about 20 other doctors and nurses were there expressing teamwork at the highest level. For any of you guys who have experienced it, I hope you never do. But for those who have, you've seen what I've seen. It's it's an act of beautiful teamwork, but the most frightening experience of my entire life. So the main doctor is talking, and he's talking in a sense that it's just life and death, just to the highest level possible. And I, I remember just looking at Ashley, just jaw dropped, just nothing to say. And so what felt like an hour, but it was probably like 10 minutes went by. And finally the doctors, their tone significantly changed, and they rolled Ava out, and they took her to the ICU. Obviously we went with them. But I remember as the doctors were all walking out the room, and things were kind of like more or less calmed down, right, Uh it was very heated for a while. I looked at Ashley. I said, hey, did you see how the tone shifted from... Dude, or I, all I said with her was, do you see how this, the tone shifted? And she said, yes, definitely. And I remember at that moment, as I'm walking to the ICU, and, and, and later on, a couple days later, we had, a, we had a really tough time in the ICU. I stayed up for a long time and saw some stuff that changed me as a human being forever. But I remember when I was out, I reflected on that experience. And I said to myself, man, I'm so grateful for embodying positive self-talk for the last couple of years of my life and doing it in a setting where where the success or failure is maybe you get the reps, maybe you don't get the reps, maybe you finish the workout at a better time, maybe you don't, but you have an opportunity during that time using fitness as a catalyst to take negative and convert it to positive. And I'm so grateful I did that for so long because I was able to see the dramatic and direct impact it had when our daughter was in the hospital for long periods of time, but specifically in this particular case. So what I encourage all of you to do is to take a step back and look at this as as something bigger than just fitness. Fitness is simply a tool you're using to incorporate positive self-talk in everything else you have going on, from your relationships, to your business, to your family, etc. So when you're in your next workout, and your body's telling you it's hurting, try and transfer that, convert that into a positive. And it's not going to happen once, it's not going to happen over two days or even a week or even a month. But after six months or a year of this constant evaluation, this constant reinforcement, positive self-talk, I'm confident that you'll see it translate into everything else you have going on. And when it does, please let us know. I truly hope this was powerful for you. I truly hope it helps you as much as it has helped me. 
And I hope you guys have a phenomenal day. Keep rising the tide of your business. Keep crushing it, whatever you're doing in work. And I look forward to our next episode and have a phenomenal day. Thank you.